Welcome to the Advisor Talk podcast channel. This is Nick Stewart, CEO and Authorised Financial Advisor at Stewart Group. If you're new to the show, Stewart Group is a CFEX certified financial planning and advisory firm serving clients throughout New Zealand with offices in Hawke's Bay and Wellington. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this show are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from a financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge. As always, it's my pleasure to have in the studio Bruce Jenks from the Stewart Group from right here in Hastings. How are you going, Bruce? Windswept and fabulous, as Billy Conley says, so <laughs> good way to be. And you'll look at too. Thank you. Now, today we've got a, a topic which I, when I first read it, oh, if only, if only a million dollars fell into my lap, I know what I would do. We're going to go through that, but before we get there, just remind our listeners, Bruce, the Stewart Group, what are you guys always about? Oh. We've been in town 37 years, yes. and if you look at being a steward of fiduciary, financial advice, we've been doing that for a very long time, and um, so... Yeah, Don founded the firm, and um, he's recently retired, so we've got Nick and Rory as our owners, and ourselves as advisors there now, providing services to the community. That is a long time. In fact, you've outstayed a lot of banks. I never thought of it that way. So that is fabulous. Well done, you guys. And you're open to anyone. Anyone can come and see the steward group, can't they? Oh, yep. There's, um, look, uh, an initial phone chat. People can come in for, you know, anything up to an hour. Uh, just a general discussion. Uh, we call it a discovery meeting. We need to know if we're a good fit, and they need to know if we're a good fit for each other. So, mutual. Absolutely right. All right, now, today's topic for discussion is, if a million dollars fell into my lap, I know what I could do. Well, what would you do if a million dollars fell into your lap? Look, if I was 21 again, I know it would all be spent. Um, (laughs) And um, I guess this is more of a sobering thought and view of things. And a lot of people think, I'll just keep it on the down low and on the quiet. um, Because you get people who will turn up and knocking. It's just part of the process. But look, you've got to look after yourself, get good advice, uh, wherever that may come from. Uh, And... um, Make sure it benefits you and those you love. Yes. And care for, yeah. In fact, when you compare it to, say, the good old days, um, I remember, you're not old enough, but I remember when the Golden Kiwi used to be $12,000. Then it went up to $24,000, and you could just buy a house and probably have fifty mm. grand left over. It's almost the same today, isn't it? You win a million dollars, you could buy a house. Yeah, I remember my papa buying those and a few for me on my time. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it, that is a sobering thought, isn't it? And probably if we look at what we were earning in those yes. days, it's all relative uh, over time. Things yeah. go up and down. Yeah. Well, I was pulling in $18.38 a week back in the Jeez, day. it was me. I, was like, <laughs> well, I went from... $14 a fortnight or something. Wow. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have a look at uh, some of the sensible things uh, that we could do. And the number one thing, I suppose, is 
rather than you know just go off half cock, we really want to come and talk to someone like yourself about investing the money. So I come and knock on your door, I say, hey, Bruce, got this million dollars. What am yeah. I going to do with this? Let's let's go through your list. And the first one says, invest, invest in what? Well, the, you have to invest in in your in your goals and your aims and your needs. So generally, the advice is. You, you operate with uh, three buckets, uh, your cash flow, your immediate needs in the next couple of years, three years, and then the rest of it is available to invest, mm-hmm. uh, whether that be a business investment, investing for your future, those sorts of things. So we believe in making good informed decisions, so we work with people's professionals. For us, it's about considering you know, stocks or shares, bonds, fixed interest, uh, real estate, all of those things. Um, and because we're fiduciary advisors, we get paid by you, not by anyone else. Yes. So your success is our success. Indeed. And that's what is the difference for us. So when you do come and talk to us, that's what we're going to be looking at is you. I suppose the urge to, uh, when you get a, a big sum of money and you're not used to it, you know, you might go and decide to buy a $250,000 car and all of a sudden a quarter of your million dollars has gone. Someone coming into money like that, that they're not used to, what would you suggest to them that they sit back and take how long before they do something with that money? There's varying opinions on that, and you want to celebrate a bit, but yes, most certainly you want to take, you know, at least six months to Mm. stop and, you know, put your feet on the ground, be grounded, just let things happen, understand what's going on, get some good advice. And then start to make some decisions. You know, many of us carry some form of debt, a mortgage or something like that. You know, um, and with debt, the key thing here is, uh, and there are different types of debt. Sometimes you're financing investments and returns and there's complicated treatments. But just put all of that aside. Typical situation is if you're paying 7% on your mortgage, um, you would have to earn something like 10 to 11 percent on we on that equivalent amount of money mm. to get that same yes. return. So paying debt off is a guaranteed return uh, of um, you know usually a, a third to half of, of what that is earning us. Absolutely good idea there. Mm. Uh, and the next one on our list, and I guess they're in no particular priority, but uh, put some money aside, you know, save some money. Yes. So um, when we're looking at this three years, say two to four, five years, you generally want to have that in cash or in the form of term deposits or mm-hmm. high-yielding bonds. So um, something that's stable gives you certainty. It gives you resilience um, so that when we look at the bigger picture and we start to invest and be more diversified, it tends to have a bit more volatility because with risk comes returns sure. and we want to balance all of that out. Yeah. What's the main difference between saving and investing for the average punter? Um, saving, you might have a short-term goal um, and you accumulate things slowly um, and investing is about taking a broader, and you might just put that into an account and save things up. Investing is about going out and saying, actually, I like these investments, like these companies or these shares, these XVs, these portfolios or funds. That's going to help me achieve my aim. It will give me a higher return. And when you compound those returns over the years, those longer-term goals or medium-term goals are achieved quicker or to more effect. 
if you're a fairly young person, we often talk about KiwiSaver. Let's say someone is 35, they come into a million dollars. Could they put a lump sum into that KiwiSaver? One fish hook there with KiwiSaver is once you put it in, mm-hmm. it's locked in it until 65. You yeah. literally have to be dying or there has to be some sort of crisis. Mm. Um, and it's hard to get money out. And I'd just say here, there's a lot of that happening at the moment. Yes, indeed. After what we've had with uh, the recent disasters around the country, uh, not so recent. Um, so yes, it is there to help. But we, for example, operate a series of funds that are just like KiwiSaver, but not locked in. Your ACL but, fund. Yep, ACI. ACI, uh, sorry, yeah. yep. And um, asset class investment, you know, mm. everything's three three letters these days. Yes. But asset class investment, same principles of investing, good sound work. But if you're looking at a million dollars, you've got a significant amount and you'd expect something that's tailored and fit for purpose to meet your goals. So, yes, getting financial advice. All right, so we've uh, we've looked at the pretty boring side of winning a million dollars. Now we're going to look at some of the good stuff. Uh, and you're suggesting that we should travel. Great idea. Yeah, I mean, life is about balance, and we don't want to be the richest person in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And we have our bucket list. Yes, we do. <laughs> and look, you don't have to retire at 65 to have a bucket list. You do it while you can, uh, and you plan for it. But if you win this money, it's a great opportunity to broaden your horizons and create those memories because you know physically we will over time get to the point where sitting on a long-haul flight or something like that just isn't the joy it used to be it is Mm. not what about donating some money that's always a good idea yep and you know that's about um, a need to contribute and be satisfied that you've done some good in this world Um, when we think of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs up there as um, your esteem and self-realisation, they're talking about things about morality um, and self-esteem and sense of achievement and a respect for self and others. Mm. And thinking about those charitable causes might be something that an individual might want to do, and that's something we can help people with as well. Absolutely. And the last thing we're going to talk about is treating yourself. It's always a good idea to treat yourself. What would you, what would you treat yourself with? I think I'd buy a new car. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd buy a new, I'd buy a new Harley Davidson. But uh, Harley, oh, I got told I couldn't buy a bike. I'm bad enough on a push bike. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But um, you, you have to treat yourself, whether it's buying a new car or renovating your home or buying a luxury item. It's important to enjoy the fruits of your labour. Um, don't go too far, keep it within the scope and achieve some sort of balance. It reminds me of sort of starting work in the chocolate factory in Cadbury's. You can eat all you want. Pretty soon you won't be wanting so much of the product. So just keep things balanced. Okay, so I'm good advice. If you had to pick your one top tip and uh, give it to someone who's coming to that million dollars, what would that one tip be? Stop, pause. Be careful who you talk to and deal with. And if we want any sound advice, where do we come? Look, we're here to talk to people, Stuart Financial Group. We're fiduciary advisors. If any work we do for you, you pay for us, nobody else. We look after you. Good on you, Bruce. My pleasure. As always, you look after yourself, and I'll talk to the same time, same place next time. Thank you, Ken. Pleasure. <laughs>